0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see
2: Welcome to express yourself.
3: Read, lead, succeed. To be a leader, you must be a reader. Hello and welcome to express yourself for a program by for and with Creative Young People, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today the theme for our show is celebrating the 18th anniversary of the launch of Be The Star UR Charity. And Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star UR Charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. And we want to announce that Be The Star UR will be participating in two great events coming up soon in November uh, at Vineyard Vine on... September 17th, and the Pear Festival on September 24th. And we want to thank our sponsors, MB Jesse Painting and Star Style Productions, Lamarinda Weekly Newspaper, and Brooks Ulbries. And to be a sponsor, volunteer, or get any more information about our events, you can go to be bethestarur.org and click on Events. And right now, we have our veteran reporter, Alex Blakos, with his health wrap. Hello, Alex.
4: Hi, guys. This is Alex Blakos, this is the health wrap. This is a really special show tonight because it happens to be the 18th anniversary for the charity, Be The Star You Are. That is a remarkable accomplishment, and Cynthia Bryan should be very proud of helping so many people for the past 18 years. Tonight's Health Wrap is going to use that number, 18, in examining a specific health topic. As it turns out, 18 years is an interesting number for teenagers. That's because when they reach the age of 18 many teenagers are starting out their college adventure. So let's take a look at health and the college student. Because of their age, college students are generally very healthy individuals when they head off to college. But that doesn't mean there aren't some things to think about when you're at college. As it turns out, college students often have some of the worst eating, sleeping, and exercise habits, according to a study in the Journal of Nutritional Behavior, The majority of college students do not have a schedule that includes regular exercise. In fact, about 80% of freshman students rarely exercised. In addition, the study found that many college students have lousy nutrition and don't spend much time ensuring that they have healthy or balanced diets. That really isn't too surprising when you think about it. When teenagers head off to college, they are on their own and eat whatever they want and whenever they want. Many of us have parents that took care of putting healthy meals together. In college, you have to make your own choices with regards to the food you eat. There's an expression used on college campuses called the freshman 15. That refers to the average amount of weight that a new college student gains in their first year of college. Now, in actuality, freshmen don't gain an average of 15 pounds their first year. But studies show that gaining 5 to 10 pounds is not uncommon. What is really interesting is how easy it is to actually gain unwanted weight. A study was done in which freshman students were asked to eat an average of 174 extra calories a day from their regular diet. Now, to understand what that means, one can of soda is 150 calories, 17 potato chips is 174 calories, and just two slices of toast are close to 180 calories. So it doesn't take much to eat an extra 174 calories a day especially when you're away at college. Well, in just three months of eating the extra calories, the freshman students gained an average of four pounds. Another issue that new college students need to be aware of is insomnia. There is a high rate of insomnia among college students for a variety of reasons. Some are pretty obvious, such as late night studying, late night partying, drinking alcohol or doing drugs, and inconsistent sleep patterns where you are going to bed at different times each night. In addition to all of this, stress is a huge contributor to college insomnia, and many college students experience a lot of stress. Sometimes the stress can be a big contributor to eating poorly, lack of exercise, and bad sleep. But it is very important for our good health to eat well, to exercise, and to sleep well. In fact, as I have discussed many times in the health wrap, our stress levels can be improved by eating a healthy diet, getting exercise, and having good sleep habits. So when you head off to college, you should think about these things. You will actually have a better time at college and perform better if you are healthy. Remember, just because you are living away from home does not mean you should have to have poor eating habits. You just have to try harder to make sure you are eating healthy. And all colleges have exercise facilities. In fact, you could get plenty of exercise just by walking more to classes and taking the campus bus only when necessary. Finally, as far as sleeping habits go, try to regulate your sleep by getting to bed at a decent hour as many nights a week as you can.
3: So that was actually really interesting because I can definitely relate to all of the stress and busyness that you get as a college student because uh, sometimes I'm up studying until at least 1 o'clock in the morning for a math quiz that's going on or uh, some sort of you know test that's going to come. Um, so you mentioned that stress can be a big factor in bad nutrition, bad sleep, and no exercise, and I can definitely agree with that. But can you explain a little bit more on that?
4: Yeah, I sure can. The point I was trying to make is that we all know th- that things like nutrition, exercise, and sleep are really important to our physical health as well as our mental health. However, ironically, when we are really stressed, we are less likely to eat healthy, exercise, and sleep well. In fact, it is often just the opposite with many people. When we are under extreme stress, we tend to eat junk food, have no motivation for exercise, and our sleep is often fitful and unsatisfying.
3: Yeah, that is definitely, definitely true. So any college students that are out there listening to this right now, I can definitely relate to you guys. (laughs) Uh, I think it was on Sunday, actually, that I had a statistics quiz our very first statistics quiz uh for the for the semester and I was freaking out so I was trying to study as much as I possibly can and we haven't even got to any actual equations yet it's actually all just vocabulary and terms in the class right now so that was all I had to study for but I was still super super nervous and uh it's only the first like actually it's the second week of classes right now and I have a speech for a public speaking tomorrow And that is giving me lots of stress. And I've honestly had no motivation to exercise whatsoever. You know, the week, uh, the the few weeks before I had started classes, I was exercising every day. Uh, I was making really awesome eating habits. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to carry this all the way into my semester. And to be honest, I will tell you the truth. I have not exercised yet since I have started school. No, yeah, that's exactly
4: how I felt when I started studying for the MCAT. It was just the exact same thing.
3: You know, you're super motivated before, you know, you're going to make all these awesome choices for health, you know, eating, right, exercising, going to sleep at a decent hour. And let's face it, going to sleep is like, that's a fantasy right there when you're a college student. There's like no such thing as sleep when you're in college. Uh, So it's pretty hard, but the best thing to do is just to be motivated and, you know, kind of visualize that goal that you have for your health. Because when you visualize it, you're able to keep going a lot easier.
4: Yeah, definitely. I, I know a joke they say in college is you can choose two of these th- three things academic life, social life, or sleep.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely, that's totally true. Because you got your social life, you really want to go out there and go hang out with your friends and stuff, but then you got that studying to do. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I should probably go to sleep. Uh, Right, right. (laughs) But, you know, that makes a lot of sense. But um, you were saying that a lot of college students are really stressed out and have high anxiety. Uh, Can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
4: Yeah. Well, the statistics suggest that anxiety or stress is something that really impacts a meaningful number of college students. According to the study of more than 100,000 students by Penn State's Center for College Mental Health, More than half of the students visiting campus health clinics were concerned with their anxiety. In fact, a larger survey of college students across the United States reported that nearly one in six college students, about 14.3%, had been diagnosed with or treated for anxiety. The survey also found that about 22% of students said that anxiety was negatively affecting their academic performance. It's hard to really know how bad someone's Hmm. anxiety really is, but if more than half of the students visiting campus health clinics list anxiety as a major concern, it does suggest that college kids are getting really stressed out. There are a lot of reasons for the stress, and I think that could be an interesting topic for a future health wrap.
3: Uh, I think that would be a great topic for another health wrap because You know, when you think about it, um, there are so many studies about people, uh, especially college students, or even high school students, really, who are having a lack of sleep. Uh, They're super stressed, and they have a lot of anxiety. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking, there's really no shock in that, because we have so many homework assignments, we have so much to do, um, and we have literally no time uh, to do those things. So it's really not that much of a surprise when um, kids are stressed or they have no sleep. So one way um, that I was trying to think of a way to get more sleep for a college student is like setting alarms maybe uh, on your phone because, you know, you have that reminder thing on your phone. So maybe that would be like a good, you know, kind of structured way to make sure you have more sleep.
4: Right. Yeah. I think that definitely works.
3: Yeah. So, um, one thing that I was thinking of was, you know, how it's, it's definitely a major part of being healthy is eating right, you know, eating healthier foods, eating less calories, um, than you would, uh, burn while you're exercising. And the more that I thought about it, you know, as college students, uh, we're paying for our school, we're paying for bills, we're paying for gas to get there if you drive and, I was thinking how healthier foods like produce and lean meats are so much more expensive than, let's say, like a 20-pack of cup of noodles because, as college students, that's pretty much all you live off of. So it's actually pretty hard to get a decent um, diet going if you really want to stick to that healthy diet regimen Um, because healthier foods are a lot more expensive if you think about it.
4: Well, right. I I think that if it wasn't, um, you know, if it was easy, it wouldn't be such a big problem
3: yeah, if it, yeah, exactly. So you know, if you go to the store, you look at uh, let's say, um, like I said earlier, a pack twenty pack of cup of noodles, and then you go to another aisle and you look at the protein bars. If you were to get twenty protein bars compared to a uh, twenty pack of cup of noodles, you would be paying probably three times more than you would for the noodles. Um, and I just think why is that? You know, that probably takes more time to process more time um, to get that food out there than it would for a protein bar. You know, a protein bar is a pretty basic uh, food. So it's crazy to think of how much more expensive they are than cheaper, more unhealthier foods. Right. And right. it's pretty scary, too.
4: Yeah, Yeah, so, definitely. And I yeah. think in the longer run, it ends up costing more.
3: Oh, yeah, it definitely does. But, you know, if we really want to persist in that, you know, we've got to make that sacrifice, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's worth it. So I think it would be a great idea to get the healthier foods and the unhealthy foods. But unfortunately, we are out of time, but it was wonderful to share some tips about being healthy uh, while we're in school, even though it is stressful. But uh, during the break, guys, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the to Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and support our show in these amazing segments by donating to Be the Star You Are charity that brings you this program. And for more information on how to do this, you can go to be the you and follow our blog. Again, that website is be you so don't go anywhere as we continue our talk about the 18th anniversary of our show.
1: The you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens.
1: We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening
5: to Voice America Kids.
3: Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity.
0: And I'm Brigitte Gia. Working in the in entertainment industry, Cynthia Bryan realized that people were in need of inspiration, empowerment, and positive messages. She also witnessed a trend of individuals, especially young people, being glued to TVs, computers, and other digital technology. Books that sat on store shelves for more than a few weeks were being shredded or burned, when there were thousands of people who would read a book if they had access to one. So a light bulb moment shone brightly, and Cynthia decided to found a nonprofit devoted to increasing literacy and positive media programming while giving people the tools needed to be successful. That dream launched in 1998, and today the founder and executive director, Cynthia Bryan, is with us to talk about the evolution of the charity that brings you Express Yourself and Be the Star You Are.
6: Hello, Cynthia. So happy to have you on the show. Hello, Asia and Brigitte. It's always exciting to be on this show because you guys are so amazing. You do such a great job. So, thank you for inviting me. 18 years. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yes! <laughs> I know. Amazing. I know. It's really, really hard for me to imagine, especially if I go back to the beginning. It's very challenging to think that. We have been doing this. We have been doing "Be the Star You Are" for eighteen years. So, I know. it's a wonderful thing to know that we might be living, living and leaving a legacy for the future. I, at least I hope so. Yeah,
3: definitely. So, our devoted listeners already know that you created and produced uh, and. Um, our broadcast Express Yourself as an Outreach Program, The Beauty Story of Our Charity. And we're celebrating 18 years. Yay. Uh, so could you please <laughs> give us a glimpse of what it was like in the beginning 18 years ago? Oh, my gosh. It sounds like so long ago.
6: <laughs> I know. I mean, our I mean, Brigitte's not even 18. You're just yeah. barely 18. Yeah. <laughs> I just Asian turned 19 like I last know. year. I <laughs> know. I know. I know. So the whole point is, is that I started this before you guys were even born. So that's that it seems really crazy, mm-hmm. doesn't it? So mm-hmm. uh what it what really transpired is I'd been working in films and television, tele, you know, um movies, all of this kind yeah. of thing for so many years and I loved it, but I didn't find positive messages. I really mm-hmm. saw that there was a hunger for people to be inspired and to be motivated and you know and to really be who they were as opposed to chasing a pipe mm-hmm. dream or trying to be like somebody else exactly. and then that was that was there were like two facets so one was the negativity that's in the media and i think that's always been there every time mm-hmm. you would turn on your television every time you turn on the radio every time you open a newspaper what do you see you see, oh, terrible happening. things. Yeah. yeah, so many negative right. serious, uh, articles. So many, yes, yes. And so it dawned on me that people were consuming this every single day, and when they do, the response to that is is that it starts going into your brain, and you know, it's like garbage in, garbage out. And then, so that was one impetus for starting it. The second, uh, the second thought was. That I'm a huge reader and I've always believed to be a leader, you must be a reader. However, I didn't see, I was coaching a lot of young people. That was my specialty. Mm-hmm. And I didn't witness people reading any books at all. And instead, uh, the new trend was technology. It was coming in the 90s and you know, the early 2000s. And of course, we know where it is today. And yeah. so, I just thought, wouldn't it be great to um, to have... More people engaged in their lives and to really mm-hmm. shine like the stars they were born to be, and that was my impetus. But 18 years ago, we had absolutely zero money, nothing. I financed mm-hmm. the entire charity because I'd been working, as I said, in television and mm-hmm. film. So I took the money that I had in that and I, um, I you know, parlayed it into. Um, getting some consultations with attorneys and all that, um, to start this charity so that other people could be empowered. I wanted to empower women and families and youth. And I thought if we started with the kids, then it would power the family. The interesting thing about it is, had I had a crystal ball, Asia or Brigitte, (laughs) and known how hard it was to keep this charity going, I probably wouldn't have ever started so maybe oh, that's no. why it's so good not to have a crystal ball. <laughs> no, thank <goodness>. It's better <laughs> to not know. know. The future. <laughs> How yeah, can you the make a difference you know. in the world if you know that it's going to knock you down at every single step? You know, when you're trying to climb that mountain, if you keep falling off, you, you would probably give up. But I didn't give up, so here we are today. Yeah, yes. exactly. And I think oh, that's with man. every single adventure, you know if you knew how many
3: hardships you would go through you probably wouldn't start it
0: there's also there's a great quote um that it's it's on i don't know where it's from but it's on um my school swim teams teachers where it says something like you've got what it takes but it will take everything you've got and i think that's just like Mm
6: -hmm. i love that that is such a a great quote
0: like it's, well, you know it's what's
6: interesting now is that when we started, I started collecting books um, because every what, what happens every year is millions, people don't know this, millions of books are shredded and burned if they sit on the shelves too uh, long. What a waste. And they're, the number one reason that has been cited for illiteracy in our country is the lack of books. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my thought was, well, if I can collect these books and then I can get them, to the people that need them, maybe we could make a dent in the illiteracy population, first in our country, and then in the world at at large. And um, yeah. illiteracy actually costs the American taxpayers. And I know you guys aren't taxpayers yet, or maybe the people listening to the show aren't taxpayers, but their parents are in a $225 <laughs> billion dollar, uh, oh industry. I mean, oh it's horrible. Gosh. That's how much it costs and that's for the crime, the loss of tax revenue. Because if you can't read, you're going to be probably um, not employed. You might yeah, yeah. be on welfare or government assistance. So it's it's really terrible. And then it adds to the healthcare problem too. Another uh, an additional two hundred and thirty billion dollars. So my goal was to get books to people who couldn't afford them. And uh, in that light, we started collecting books that were being shredded and burned and all of that and then shipping them mm-hmm. to charities and organizations that mm-hmm. served the homeless and served um, foster kids and served anyone who needed books. Yeah. And so it was endeavor, but um, we, we've, we've succeeded in a lot of ways and that's why this radio show that you guys are hosting launched mm-hmm. so that we could get more information, more positive media out to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you that know... Is- People may,
3: uh, the first thought that comes to mind with reading is oh, I have to read um, a major book to seem uh, like I know what I'm doing or I know what I'm talking about. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a huge, complicated book. It could be something small. You could read the newspaper every day. You could read um, a magazine article. You can pick up a magazine and just read some current events that are going on. You know, you don't necessarily have to read anything super complex. Just at least, um, you know, you could just at least find out what's going on in the world right now.
6: You know, Asia, I'm really glad that you said that because I think the key to enjoying reading is to read what you like. And if you are a person that loves farming and you want to read about tractors, but your teacher is saying, you know, that you have to read Dickens, well, read about tractors. (laughs) 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 Because I'm really serious. If you don't read something that you like, you're never going to enjoy uh, the The written word, just like you are very, well, both of you are very into art. I think that it's important to do what you love and that's what Be the Star You Are stands for and that's really why I founded it and uh, not just for the books, but for people to be who they are and love what you're doing. It's like when we get volunteers to the charity and you both know this more than anybody is that I don't say you're going to do this as a volunteer, you're going to do that as a volunteer. What I'm going to say is what do you would love to do? What do you want to learn? What do you want to be good at? Where do you want to grow? You know, where do you want to go in life? And that's exactly. what you're going to do as a volunteer. Yeah. And that's yeah, because that's the key to Be The Star You Are. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely
0: yeah. agree. So, and, like, especially for me, you know, I've uh, through, through the wonderful program that Be The Star You Are is, I've done, like, so many different things, like, bouncing from, you know, doing the, the art booth that we had, um, or like the artwork for the booth that we had on the um, the book giveaway that we had maybe last, last year. Oh, May, and you were right? fabulous. Yeah. Oh, thank and you. And you're going to do like, one
6: for the Pear Festival coming yeah, up Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you're going to be so doing some like, new new art. Exactly. And there are so many, like, aspects of Be The Star You Are that I think really caters to a bunch of different personalities and a bunch of people who are, you know, interested in different things. And they can all yeah. still work towards a common goal, which I think is definitely one of the really great, um, like, characteristics of this program is that you can you can do so many different things to benefit, you know, positive media, positive, positive literacy. Uh, I do have another question, actually, is you mentioned yes. earlier, Cynthia, that... Um, you know there's this is like a digital age. This is like a lot of technology. People are glued to their phones. And then you also mentioned how, like, you know, literacy is very important. So uh, how do you feel about ebooks? like they're they're kind of like a weird
6: blend of the two, you know? Just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Brigitte, that is a, such a fabulous question because um, I get asked that a lot and I think I also ask that a lot of when I have somebody on uh, a radio show. And personally, I mean I've written six books and I have several ebooks out there. Have I ever read an e book? I have to be honest and say absolutely not. Because <laughs> I am still one of these people. I am just I just am one of these people that I like to hold a book in my hand. I like I to love smell that it. Feeling. I like to turn the pages. I like to mark it up. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to own books. I have literally in my own home, I have thousands of books. I have shelves everywhere. And my favorite thing is to have autograph books from authors that I admire or whatever. Uh, My grandfather taught me that, is always try to get an autograph from somebody you Mm -hmm. like. like But, you know, I think with that being said, that's my personal preference. I like a regular book. But with that being said, I really do think that ebooks books serve a purpose, and it's exactly yeah. what you said. Technology is evolving. We have new generations of people. I imagine that in the future, there are going to be young people who probably have never touched a book, and mm-hmm. that ebooks are going to be their reference library. So the key is, whatever rocks your boat, do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care it's if it's an e-book or not, but... My personal preference is a real book, but um, yeah. I think ebooks are great for those people who love ebooks. So whatever you love, it's kind of, you know, it's like anything in life. Whatever mm-hmm. you love, gravitate towards that because that's what's going to make you great. Tractors. Definitely. What <laughs> about those tractors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I think, I
3: think. That's what I love about this show is that we can be ourselves and we can shine and even better ourselves because of the confidence that we've gained from this show. And that's why we are super, super thankful for you, Cynthia, because you've allowed us to be a part of the show, uh, be a part of the 18th anniversary of this charity. And you've allowed us to grow and become more confident in ourselves. And we are all just super grateful for everything that you've done.
6: Radio wave Well, I pause. really <laughs> appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you very much. I so appreciate you. I appreciate all of you who are hosts and reporters and part of Express Yourself because I've watched you grow as people. And Mm -hmm. that's the most exciting thing to me is that when you get to do something that you're a little bit nervous about and then you grow (laughs) into it and you realize, oh, my gosh, I'm so good at this. I love it. I actually want to do this. It yeah, exactly. excited. And I also am grateful to our Voice America team and crew yes. who allow us mm-hmm. to be the stars we are every single day. So continue shining, ladies, because you are stars. <laughs> you too, Woo! Cynthia. Definitely. Well, <laughs> during the break. So
3: yeah. Thank you very much. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site and expressyourselfteamradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at
0: youtube.com slash Be The Star You Are. Stay right here with us for more on Be The Star You Are's 18th anniversary.
6: Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarURradio.com.
0: We don't care how you got here, we're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the 18th anniversary of Be The Star You Are. I'm Asia Gonzalez.
0: And I'm Brigitteia. For this segment, we're bringing back a veteran host and reporter, Hannah Handel. Hannah is currently a sophomore at Harvard College, where she loves participating in Harvard radio broadcasting. Hannah credits Be The Star You Are with being one of the most profound sources of empowerment in her life.
3: Welcome back, Hannah. Hi, hi, Brigitte. Hi, Asia. So good to be back. <laughs> yeah. It's Hello. Great. So, how is Harvard going,
5: Henna? Harvard's going great. College <laughs> is going great. Everything's wonderful. But it's just, oh gosh, I love, I love coming back on express yourself. It feels just like coming right back home. I mean, this was the show, you know, Brigitte, as you mentioned, that really gave me this incredible sense of empowerment, this confidence, this belief that I could conquer. Whatever I wanted to, and I could you know architect this future and this life for myself mm-hmm. um, by being the star that I was. And, um, so you know, now that i that I look back and it's been um it's been it's been a minute since I've, you know come back on the program. But every time I come back, I'm just reminded of all the wonderful things that be the star you are has done for me mm-hmm. and how I can go about paying it forward um, and really spreading this message that everyone, you know, has has all the qualities that they need to be incredible. And you just, you really do have to believe in yourself. That's the first step, the first step to anything. And Definitely. so, you know, I look at the place that I'm at in my life today and I know I wouldn't be in this space right now if it were not for Be The Star You Are. So I am just eternally, eternally grateful.
3: Exactly. And one thing that I was thinking back on when I um, found that we were doing the 18th anniversary of Be The Star You Are today, uh, I was thinking, you know, there are so many things that BTSYA has done for me Mm -hmm. and um, created such an empowered individual just for being on the show and uh, being a part of the charity. It's so wonderful to think about. So, you know, I was thinking back when I barely started this this uh, the show I was thinking oh my gosh how am I going to speak Uh on a radio to a huge (laughs) audience you know what am I going to say are people going Uh to agree or disagree with things that I'm talking about will people think that I'm crazy for what I'm talking about (laughs) just all of these things are flooding through my head and the moment that I got on the moment that I spoke to Cynthia I felt immediately at peace and I felt calm and confident and I felt so excited to even be a part of something like this. Oh yeah! I mean, to be a young
5: person and to have this kind of platform—that's a gift. It uh, is not everyone gets this kind of platform to speak. And you know, we we get to come on here. We get to say what we want. We get to you know pick the themes for the show. We get to um, pick the direction of the show. Like we as young people have so much reign over over this programming. Mm-hmm. And that's Mm what's awesome, that we come into this role and we can really take charge. Um, And then I would just love to put in a a note for Cynthia. Cynthia Mm O'Brien is one of the most phenomenal people I've ever met in my entire life. Even my mom raves about her. I mean, she is just, she's a star. Yes,
0: yes. Oh my goodness. She (laughs) She, she was the very first star. (laughs) She
5: was the first star and, and the brightest star, really. I mean... The fact that she does all this work just to empower us and to allow young people to exactly. um, to have these kind of opportunities. I mean, I I'm just in awe, and she's a role model. She's a mentor. If I ever did no one, and um, I will forever, ever be in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Exactly. You know, when I when
0: I first you know I was I was trying to find something to do in ninth grade. I was like, you know, I want to kind of get my message out there. I want to have sort of a voice. And so I was searching online for things to do, things to really get involved in right. and really kind of push mm-hmm. myself into. And then I found I found the be the star you are like some some you know like hey you want to volunteer and have fun on the radio online. Mm-hmm. And I found like the comments afterwards and all the comments after, like, Cynthia's little, uh, come volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, have some fun, yeah. was just, Cynthia's a great person, you know, she's yeah. made everything happen for me, you know, this is a great experience, mm-hmm. I definitely suggested, like, five-star ratings all around, It's like, wow, yeah. this looks this looks pretty great, and, you know, the first time I went on the radio, I I was doing a, a single segment, and so, you know, I was just a reporter, mm-hmm. I was very small and very timid, and oh, now, I was very small, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, I think I the first time I went on, it might have been... I think I might have been at like a track meet or something too. So it was all that added excitement, and I was I was just freaking out, and everything was very scripted for me. I didn't know how to go off script. I was I was answering questions just you know what I'd written the you know mm-hmm. a week before, and so I feel like gradually I've been able to really almost completely get off script and kind of talk you know just using my own voice instead of writing everything out and I think that's also like a great life skill that being on the radio really teaches yeah and you know now I can go into maybe interviews for internships or things that I want to do and I can just I can just talk about what I believe in about my thoughts on how I'm living (laughs) or anything that I'm doing so far because the radio has kind of brought that in like into my life and has given me that skill and I think that's really incredible.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think that uh, being on the show has taught, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure anybody who has been on here, multiple important life skills. And one of them, especially the one that you mentioned, was being able to have a conversation Mm -hmm. or just, you know, speaking your thoughts fluently and fluidly. And, uh, one thing that I was thinking of, um, one thing that I learned a while back was, you know, it's, it's a conversation between you and the person that you were talking to directly on the show and also a conversation really with your audience. You know, you're having a a three-way conversation, although your audience cannot directly speak to you. It's like you're having a conversation with them as well as the person you're directly speaking to on the show, which is super cool to think about because you are actually talking to these people who are listening in and it's such amazing thought to know that you're able to speak to all these people without directly seeing them but you're able to influence them and encourage them and get the message out that everybody is a star everybody can be who they want to be and everybody has everything in them to succeed mm-hmm. oh yeah you know I mean?
5: I mean, one of the many the many lessons I've learned from Cynthia is, you know, first of all, she's just an absolute joy to be around. And I know you guys she can is. That. <laughs> yeah, definitely. she is just a ray of sunshine, right? So this idea that no matter what, to keep the keep an upbeat attitude, and you know, that's the best thing that you can do in any situation um is to stay positive and mm-hmm. look, look toward hope, um look toward the light. Uh, she she's just utter joy. And so, you know, I've really taken that with me. And now whenever I encounter, challenging times or trying times but I just try to remember that at the end of the day no matter what happens to us all we can pick is how we react to it um Mm -hmm. something that I've heard her say so to always maintain positivity and be upbeat and and do what you can to shine and I Brigitte thank you for those remarks on what this show has done for you I mean I think all of us you know having been on this show, we know just, just the value of having this platform, um, and exactly. being able to have these kind of conversations with people. I mean, where else are you going to meet these stars? You know? Yeah. Exactly. Oh
0: man, no, like one of, one of my favorite things to do is just yeah. to sometimes, like, just talk about, like, some of the people I've met on the show, where my, I'll, yes. I'll come to school and, yeah. yeah, you know, one day, you yeah, know, one day we had, I think one segment we had a numerologist a numerologist come on the show and she was like you know all of this like cool stuff about predicting the future through numbers and I went to school the next day I was like guys guys friends I met I met a numerologist and it was really legit and <laughs> we interviewed them and then another day my mom was talking to me about being sensitive she's like being sensitive is bad but then I remembered that we interviewed someone <laughs> who yes, read, wrote yes. a book on being sensitive and like. How it's okay. That yeah, how it was okay, how you, you know, be sensitive people were more empathetic. And so I was like, Mom, that's not true. Being sensitive is good. <laughs> so, like, you know, this has brought a lot new of knowledge. new knowledge. Yeah, exactly. And like different viewpoints where I'll, I'll talk to an author that I would never have been able to talk to, like, in my regular day life, yeah. right until I did this show, and so then I just get all of their knowledge and be able to talk to them, and I think that's just you know the best experience, just being able to talk to all of these best-selling authors, voice actors, mm-hmm. TV stars, and I, it's incredible. Like that, what other platform yeah, yeah.
3: offers this chance? Right. That is one thing right. that I love about the show. Yeah, uh, when I before I started the show, I used to be a very timid person. I was very shy. I right. didn't like outwardly going. Uh, and speaking to somebody um, out of the blue. I wasn't a very outgoing person. Um, I was very to myself. But now that I've started the show, I've been able to talk. We have been able to talk to all of these different people that we haven't even met face to face. And we end up having these amazing conversations with these people. Um, I remember uh, having the interview with Irony from The Walking Dead, and he was the most down-to-earth person (laughs) that I have ever spoken to. He was such a sweet (laughs) person. And I love (laughs) being able to talk to these people and seeing their personalities and seeing how brilliant and sweet they are. And that is what I love about this show is being able to meet these people and just talking to them and finding out who they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
5: And Brigitte, you mentioned, you know, how being able to interview people on here has also provided you conversation skills and, and interview skills in real life. And Mm -hmm. I can, I can co-sign that. I mean, this past summer, I I was working at a research center and part of my job entailed interviewing different public health experts um, and educators and and students. And I really, and these were face-to-face interviews, but, you know, still I found myself kind of drawing on the skills that I learned through Express Yourself, Mm -hmm. this idea that you can morph an interview into a conversation. Um, and, you know, and, and to ask questions and to have it be sort of a back and forth um, and, you know, how to make your interviewee comfortable, all these things that I really learned through Express Yourself, I still find myself using every day. And so, you know, this has just been maybe about a year out. So I'm so excited to see just even further on in the future, mm-hmm. the many ways that Express Yourself help, helps me that I might not even know of right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, yeah, exa- and I do... Um, just building off of that, I do, I do like political internships. I go out and I do a lot of phone banking. And so they give us a script. And so everybody else is just following the script. Like, Hi, my name is Joe. I, I'm here to support this candidate. Can I have your vote? But because of Be The Star You Are, I'm actually able to go off script a little bit and try and make the person I'm calling a little more comfortable as well. You yeah. Know, like, who is this person asking for my vote? I'm like, no, you know, this is a great candidate. We're working towards this and this and this. I'm supporting him because of this and this. And so I go off script, which I think really be the awesome. Star you are has taught me. Yeah, I think that it's, ability, it's yeah. <laughs> that ability to
5: see the other side, to understand exactly. another perspective. Um, yeah, that's what we have to do all the time as as young reporters, and it's a great skill to have, and we can add it to our toolbox, and all yeah. going to help us so much in the future. And we owe, I owe Cynthia my life. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do.
0: Yeah, all these yeah. experiences I've had—it's all because of Cynthia and be the star you are. Thank you, I'm Cynthia,
5: like, and yeah, thank thank you. be the star you are. <laughs> thank you,
3: Cynthia. Exactly. And uh, I love how close we've become to everybody who's on the show, yeah. uh, and all the relationships that we've created. So it's wonderful that oh, all I of us know. have been able to get together and just have these awesome conversations. So thank you so much, Henna, for this awesome and great inspiring conversation we love having you on here um and we are cheering you on at (laughs) heart. yeah you guys (laughs) of course so during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for the be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity I'm Asia Gonzalez And I'm Brigitte Gia. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for
0: more information about our show. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation and stay with us for more empowerment and entertainment on the 18th anniversary of Be The Star You Are. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: You're listening to Express Yourself.
3: Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, the theme for our show is the 18th anniversary of Be The Star You Are. Joining us today
0: is our wonderful World Watch reporter, Joven Hundle. Hey, Joven. Hi.
7: Hey, everyone. I'm excited to yeah. be back with you all again <laughs> here on my third segment. Uh, in celebration of be the star you are's 18th anniversary, I decided to devote this segment of world watch to the discussion of charities and nonprofits and how everyday people such as ourselves can help them continue their noble pursuits Now before going getting into this I'd like to make a quick note about donating to charities something that you often see advertised While I am certainly not trying to discourage it, to trying to discourage giving to a nonprofit, it's very important that you do your research on any charitable cause before contributing any monetary funds. It's very disheartening to hear, yet it definitely needs to be known that there are large scale scams out there. There are well documented cases of charity fraud, as the FTC calls it, including a large, as in $200 million large, case oh just last <laughs> year. regarding four supposed cancer charities. Another piece of advice I've heard before is, with your benevolence, it's helpful to focus on smaller-scale campaigns around you. Reason being, these often do not have very much funding at all, and your money will end up making a much larger difference there than it could elsewhere, without trying to disparage, disparage virtuous organizations such as, for example, the American Cancer Society. A lot of these nonprofits tend to have huge administrative staffs who command exorbitant salaries. By giving to a smaller charity, you can ensure that your money is going directly to what you want it to go to, and in an effort to continue a small charity like that is caused around you. And now, with all that being said, donating is certainly not the only way to get involved and help out worthy organizations. Obviously, One of the biggest ways to do so is to volunteer your time. Volunteering is huge for charities. This allows them to reduce um, the staff they need, leading a larger cash flow for them to carry out their goals. Furthermore, a whole myriad of studies have shown that volunteering provides tremendous mental health benefits, such as reducing social anxiety and alleviating stress and depression. Beyond just mental health, volunteering also does wonders for your physical health as well. People who regularly volunteer typically actually live longer. And something that may give us some insight into why this occurs is a study a few years back that was conducted by Carnegie Mellon University. It told us that, surprisingly, volunteers over the age of 50 often have lower blood pressure than non-volunteers the same age. And this is great news, considering that heart disease is the biggest killer in America, surpassing cancer and other forms of diseases. If you have a free weekend, why not inquire into volunteering to build homes with Habitat for Humanity, for example? Volunteering helps you and the community. What's not to love? There's an innumerable amount of other alternatives to assisting charities that are also easy enough to get involved with and provide great benefit for you and others. One example is to participate in Sleep Train's annual foster kid drives. Another is simply to raise awareness of deserving nonprofits by perhaps introducing friends and family to them or making social media posts marketing it. Just little steps like this, which don't require much effort at all, can go a long way towards helping out any charities around you. One of my favorite ways to give back involves large-scale companies, for example, Amazon, who offer the opportunity to donate a small percentage of the money you spend purchasing something to the charity of your choice. So Amazon actually has a Amazon Smile program, where if you replace Amazon links with, instead of www.amazon, smile.amazon, and then the rest of the link, a portion of the money you spend will be going to the charity of your choice. And I love this, as you're basically just purchasing the same things that you would be doing anyway, and going about your day as you normally would. Only with this, a portion of what you're paying for Christmas presents for your family is also going to a charity at no extra cost. And That's also, so awesome. Definitely, definitely. Uh, also, and it's not even just Amazon, for example. Credit card companies uh, and various stores also offer the same, benefit, same sort of program. And another extremely easy way to help others is by donating blood, something that helps, again, both the donor and the donee. The donee or donees, depending on how much, get much-needed relief, and the donor also gets a reduced cancer risk, with his or her iron levels being kept in check as a result. Mm-hmm. Another thing that should be on everyone's list is to sign up to be an organ donor. Organ waiting lists are miles long, an unfortunate circumstance that can certainly be remedied with more individuals signing up to be an organ donor. When you're, when you've passed on, why have your organs buried when they can be used to bring life to others? Anyway, I hope this segment inspired you all to be the star you are, so to speak, and give back Mm -hmm. to the community that's given you so much. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like, You know, small charities like BTSYA, actually, um, Be The Star You Are, that provides you with Express Yourself and, you know, this entirely, like, this awesome show. We actually are also, like, very, we give a lot to the community, and you can actually donate to small charities that, you know, are all volunteer-based and that you know about. Um, definitely, and definitely, definitely, yeah, it's it's just a great way to give back to your local community as well. And what you did say about, you know, the cancer, the cancer programs or the cancer nonprofits that were committing fraud. Those are huge, large scale things and they do need a lot of people to operate. But places like BTSYA have, you know, zero staff or very volunteer based. And, you know, people who enjoy helping the community join, you um, Nonprofits like BTSYA and really just try to aid their community more. And definitely the point that you made about like cancer nonprofits that are—I I heard that Susan G. Komen, which is commonly seen on like Cheerio brands, you know Cheerio boxes, actually had a bunch of fraud where their their CEO made a lot of money that could have been gone to could have been going to like finding a cure for breast cancer. So actually, can you, Jovin, elaborate on the charity fraud that you mentioned above?
7: Uh, Sure. Unfortunately, uh, this is actually a widespread practice. Under the guise of carrying out various objectives, sleazy executives instead take a lot of the money donated to their organization and keep it for themselves. And the rest that they don't keep for themselves, they'll usually be spending on marketing so that they can get even more money. And also, like how you said, um, Mm -hmm. even at charities that are doing a lot of good work, The thing is, we do see, for example, their board members or their CEO getting paid hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, which is supposed to be regulating stuff like this, uh, unfortunately, they're horribly unequipped to deal with challenges like these because they are huge-scale operations, and as such, a lot of these scams are going undetected and getting to operate far longer than they should.
0: Exactly. And, you know, yeah. And people like, people like Cynthia Bryan, who, you know, start charities like BTSYA out of the goodness of their heart and just keep it going with their own funds are definitely, you know, like, it's such a difference between smaller charities that just really put all their effort into things and bigger charities. Sure, for sure. Yeah, they're, you know, they're doing some good stuff, but then their CEOs get paid like 50,000 a year. And you know, that's not right. You shouldn't be, if you're a charity, exactly. you know, you shouldn't be taking money from your cause. You shouldn't be earning money mm-hmm. at all. You should just
7: Definitely. be, you know,
0: getting it, taking in the money and then giving it out to those in need. Exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah.
3: awful. <laughs> and, you know, the best way to really avoid that, if you really want to put in that effort, um, having a small business uh, attached to that nonprofit is the easiest way to gain profits if you want those proceeds for yourself as well. If you want um, part of the profits, you can use a percentage of the money coming in for yourself from the business, not the charity. And then you could put some of the money from the business towards your charity while at the same time getting money for your charity as well. So yeah, if you wow, really need wow. those funds, you yeah, can if you need to support yourself. Business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want at least Something you can create a small business, um, you know, whatever is your passion, yeah. But like, you, you know, don't create don't that small claim. business and have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can repay your community at the same time while having a charity connected to it as well, exactly. Sure, but don't sure. we
0: can't have you know claiming to be a
3: charity and
7: then, <laughs>
0: yeah, actually be if you want not money, right. then be a small business, exactly. And then, you know, there's There's that one business locally that started with two girls making, you know, these, um, they were kind of like bracelet hair ties instead of regular hair ties that hurt your hair. And so they were like, okay, we want to give back to our community. So let's just, you know, we still need this small business, but we're going to defy the funds and 50% is going to go to charity, but we still have a business. And then we have places like Susan G. Komen, which are just, oh, you know, we're a charity, quote, quote, but we're going to take money from the funds and
7: use it on ourselves like that's just mm-hmm. in here yeah. it's very disheartening so like how it i is. was talking mm-hmm. about like those four cancer charities earlier um, mm-hmm. they were all operated by members of the same family or oh. small circle of friends and they were mm-hmm. actually pocketing huge amounts of money for themselves oh my goodness and barely any of it was actually being used for the company's original purpose
3: oh, oh wow, wow. That's ridiculous. Um, One thing that I was thinking of, this was actually a main focus of one of our shows, Uh, I believe it was last week, was that time is the greatest gift that you can give. It's the most important thing that you could give, is giving your time to somebody. So as you were saying, uh, Joven earlier about different ways that you can help, is by volunteering. You know, giving your time to a charity is super important, and it actually shows other people Um, Because if somebody caught wind of what you were doing over the weekend and you were saying, hey, I'm volunteering for this charity, then they hear about it and they're thinking, oh, hey, how can I get involved in that? So by you volunteering and talking about it, you know, we have social media talking about how you are volunteering for this charity or group. It's a great way to get information out there about it um, and spreading the awareness about this charity is by tweeting or Instagramming the fact that you are there helping this charity. So that is also a great way. What are some other great ways that you think um, can be um, helping out a charity, Joven?
7: Oh, well, oh for one, um, a personal favorite of mine is the website freerice.com. It was Mm -hmm. made by uh, this one man who did this out of the goodness of his heart. He spent a lot of money to make this website, and then he donated it to the UN-operated World Food Program. And so basically you answer questions on a variety of topics, whether it's math, science, history, even SAT prep. And then every time you get one right, 10 grains of rice are donated to people in hunger. And it's funded because every time a question pops up, there's a small, unintrusive ad at the bottom of the page. And that's how these things are getting paid for. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: I've I've seen this site. Yeah, it's so, so cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jovan, for this awesome, wonderful segment and getting awareness on how we can help another charity out. But sadly, we have no more time. Uh, Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez.
0: And I'm Brigitte You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be a star, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. You will let yourself